Hello, my name is Michael McMaster, and this is my podcast called An Open Mind, where I try to bring new ideas, enlightening ideas, things you've never thought about, things I haven't thought about, and a different understanding when it comes to living life more from a spiritual point of view, because we are, you know, spiritual beings. So, <laughs> you know, I do these podcasts, never know what I'm going to say, or sometimes I have a rough idea. Um you know what I'm going to say and and I just seem to you know hope to God that it works you know so so today you know in a lot of these podcasts are about growing like getting beyond where you are as a person emotionally mentally and even spiritually and the only way that you can grow is that you have to give up the struggle sort of in staying the same because we struggle a lot just to stay the same and it's very very hard to sort of you know change for sure so one of the most important areas when it comes to giving up the struggle to sort of stay the same is in personal relationships everything personal and we do this in so many different ways um, you know, we all carry pain inside of us um, from different things in our life, you know, pain that people might have caused us, situations or whatever. And we go to great lengths to protect ourselves with that pain and through not changing and keep it the same because we don't really want to actually get beyond it because we think it's more painful to get beyond the pain than it is to experience the pain. So we keep it there. And so then what we do, or even fear, you know, I get a lot of emails from you in relation to how to get beyond fear and um, procrastination. And if you carry pain with inside of you or fear, you're always protecting it one way or another. Like if you have fear as going into new circumstances or new relationships or a new kind of work, you know, we protect that fear. And so what happens and the pain that might be associated with something else. So what we actually do is that we keep refining and defining our life so that nothing touches that fear and nothing touches that pain. And so what happens is that we start to create our life around that. So, you know, like fear, because I get a lot of questions about this. Fear helps you grow. Usually, if you have a new situation or relationship that you're fearful of because it's something different to what you've been accustomed to, it helps you grow. So what we do is that we go, oh, no, I couldn't do that because of this, this and this. So what we do is that we're protecting the fear again and we're protecting the pain. And some people do this for their whole life. Their lives become immobilized through fear or pain and they just stay the same and they never experience anything different or anything new in their life because they're always protecting the fear or the pain. So in some ways you have to learn to become fearless. I mean, if you want your life to grow and become better, basically those two things, they're the things that you have to sort of look at, you know, fear and pain and what you actually do to protect that. 
See, in many ways, we're actually taught to be safe all the time. You know, you don't take risks or chances. You, you play it safe. So we, we build a life around that safety. And so we never, ever get to experience anything different. And so, but what happens if that safety also gets crumbled through anything? Then you have to face fear again and pain again. So you go and you do the same thing again. So this is what we've become accustomed to is always protecting that fear and protecting that pain so that we never really have to face it. And so we never grow. We spend, you know, large periods of time. Like I said, some people, it's lifetimes in doing this. I mean, I have done this to certain degrees myself, you know, to uh, for the very reason I'm just talking about. But I've sort of become, because I have people, you know, in emails ask me, you know, do you live what you preach? <laughs> You'd be amazed what people ask me. And a lot of people complimentary about what I talk about. Yeah, I pretty much live what I preach. And so I'm more, of, more or less of a fearless kind of person. I, I, I put myself in situations that make me grow. Like whenever I go and do something, quite most things I've done in life I knew nothing about. But I just sort of stepped into them and had the faith and the courage that, you know, as I go along, I will learn and I'll learn quickly. I've said this to, you know, people around me sort of know this, and I've said this on the on these podcasts as well, that I love to live in the unknown. Now, for most people, that is just absolutely horrendous because it's filled with everything that they can't figure out <laughs> because we've been taught to, to live in situations or relationships where you have it all figured out so you know exactly what's going to happen. I mean, that to me is insanity. You know, I live the opposite. I will step into things that I know nothing about. And as I go along, the answers come to me. That's actually how most great things in life have been created, have been created from that premise. If you take Steve Jobs, who created all the Apple stuff, he knew nothing about anything with it, but he just stepped into the unknown. And believe it or not, the universe gave him the answers. Uh, Nikolai Tesla, who basically is the father of electricity, um, did the same thing. All these people who created all these things knew nothing about them because they never existed. So they came up with these brilliant ideas that actually came from the universe. <clears throat> See, whenever you hold a premise in your mind or a thought or an idea or something in your mind, and you don't know the answer to it, but you know you want to know the answer to it, the universe provides the answer. Um, that's what happens. So these kind of people learn to go beyond fear. Like, okay, if I fail, I fail. I get up and do it again, right? So that's, you know, that's in those kind of arenas. But in our personal lives, we do this all the time. Like we don't, like in, in personal relationships, um, we learn not to speak up because we're afraid or have fear of what the consequences might be. So we're protecting the fear again. Do you see? So it's not a healthy way to live. You know, maybe the very things that would, um, you know, bring you happiness. In the beginning, I said, you know, like, especially to do with, um, you know, relationships, personal relationships. You know, people stretch us and make us grow in different ways that we don't expect. You know, the universe puts people into our life, not for us to stay the same. <laughs> Believe it or not, <laughs> this I have experienced as in recent times. <laughs> So the universe puts people in our life to make us grow, to make us stretch, you know. And so, and you have to sort of give up the resistance to that. Like, let's say you are a miserable person, and there are a lot of them. Trust me, I've met them. 
right? So you're miserable and the universe sends someone into your life that laughs all the time, is happy all the time. And you go, oh my God, I can't become that. I've got to, I have to protect my miserableness <laughs> because that's what I know and that's what I'm safe with and, and everything else. And so that's what you do. You protect that. You So you're protecting the fear of becoming happy. And so, but this person was put there to help help you become happy. So you have to give up that identity of the miserable person and the fear of stretching yourself into something new. And when you do that, when you give up the resistance, your life becomes so much better. You stretch into something new. Look at the caterpillar and the butterfly. <laughs> Look at the astonishing transformation that happens there. When is it the caterpillar gives up being the caterpillar or does the butterfly give up being the butterfly, the, the caterpillar? It's astonishing, but something happens for sure. So with this, you know what I'm talking about, how we go through life protecting our fears so we, do, we don't grow and protecting, I guess what you would say, our pain, you know, um, we should not allow ourselves to become victims of our pain, to our pain. Um, same with our fear. And how much we do struggle to stay the same, to keep everything um, the same. You know, like I said, especially in in relationships, um, because relationships are the most complex things in our life. And we have relationships in many, many different ways. We have it, you know, as as partners, as uh, our children, our work relationships, animals, everything. Nearly everything that we have, we have some kind of relationship with. I mean, we have a relationship with our houses we live in. You see, we have our relationships with everything. One thing I try to do um, with the relationships that I have. Um, and, and it's something I've, I've learned more in the last year, two years, um, or, or appreciated or understand it more. Uh, I've said in other podcasts, is to try to bring beauty into everything. And so you say, well, then what did you give up, you know, to do that? If you're talking about fear and you're talking about pain, I gave up non-observing is what I did. I started to look around me and see what's what. And where I could see I could put beauty into something, I did it. The people in my life, I started to acknowledge the good that I could see in them, the genuineness of them, the genuine good. I started to acknowledge the beauty that I could see within them. The sensitivity, all this. And you have to give beauty to receive beauty. And I started to do this with my world around me. And I noticed with the people that as I started to acknowledge what I could see in them, they started to acknowledge it within themselves. A beautiful gift. So 
in doing that, you have to start to become more vulnerable, you know, so you have to give up your fear of being more vulnerable and expressing emotion. Because a lot of us walk around expressing no emotion at all. We're like damn zombies. Um, we just carry on normal conversation. You know, women are better at it at sort of expressing emotion towards each other, but men are hopeless, like <laughs> like rocks, you know. Okay, <laughs> so I, I so I started to learn to express. So I gave up the fear of expressing to people, and it's wonderful. It's wonderful to make someone feel better. Because, you know, we, we don't see ourselves how we really are. We have all our criticisms on who we are. Like, oh, I'm terrible at this, I'm that, I'm ugly, I'm fat. Um, I am this, I am that. That's what we do. But to have somebody come along and break through all those fears that you have about yourself and what you think you're not is an extraordinary gift. Because it helps you, you know, you get beyond your own fear in expressing and and you give a wonderful gift to to somebody else. You know, I like these ideas. I like, you know, a lot of these podcasts are about challenges, about challenging yourself. Um, you know, the very things I talked about in the beginning about, you know, so that you don't protect yourself all the time, that you do take some risks or chances. I mean, one thing that we're definitely afraid of is anything that's the opposite to us. Because we have safety in the known, right? <laughs> Which is how most people live. But anything that's opposite to us, oh, that's a threat. Oh, we can't go there, right? Because I'm not safe. You know, I don't know what to expect or whatever. And so we use that, you know, anything that's like the opposite to us, you know, okay. Like, you know... <laughs> I'll never forget this. I'm not going to mention the town because <laughs> I might get into trouble. But there was a school system in a particular town that I sort of lived in that decided that they were going to bring yoga into the classroom so that they could help the students focus better. Now, I don't know if you know anything about yoga, but in holding a position, you have to have focus. It sort of stills the mind. And so they thought, you know, the school board, that if we have a, a yoga teacher come in, this would help the students enormously. And yoga has been around for thousands of years, you know, and it's in different forms and that. So guess what happened? Here you have something that's so opposite, you know, to what's normally out there, that the parents decide, no, some of them, the enlightened ones. <laughs> decided we can't have this because you're going to give, bring in this foreign exercise that's going to indoctrinate our students or our children into some foreign religion. They're all going to be, you know, in a cult and everything like this. So what were they doing? They were protecting the fear. So the opposite represented a fear. So let's protect the fear. Like let's not take something that might be beneficial or bother to learn about it and let it be beneficial in your life. No, we'll protect the fear. And so this is what we do. You know, I, thought, I don't know if I said this already, but I have one of these situations in my life now, you know, where I have to go with something that's the opposite of me and let go, like I said before, the old parts of me and let it go, let go of the fear, in some cases the pain here, and go into something greater that is the opposite. 
So we are presented with these kind of situations in our life all the time. But like I said, you know, we keep protecting what we think keeps us safe. Probably astonishing resistance. I mean, we, we resist a lot of things. And that sort of builds up an energy inside of us all the time. The resistance to something, the resistance to something. If you were to look at your life, you'd probably be astonished at how much resistance you have to so many different things. Like I've probably said before, exercise. <laughs> Even though it's something that can make your life a lot better. And you know what's really funny? You know what we're really good at? We're really good at doing things to bring on an early death, even though we don't want to die. I don't quite understand that one, you know. We sort of eat unhealthy food so we can have an early death, but we don't want to die. <laughs> and we don't exercise, right, because we don't want to. It means we might put ourselves in some pain. But we don't want to die, but we don't want to exercise. <laughs> we love... <laughs> I have this friend. Yeah, she's going to kill me uh, again. <laughs> <laughs> she's always giving me the opposites all the time. It's never a clear answer. Do you want Chinese food? No. I'd prefer Mexican. Okay, we'll go to Mexican. No. Why don't we go to Chinese? But you don't really want Chinese, you want Mexican. Yes, but you make the decision. <laughs> this is what she does to me. It's like, no wonder I'm insane. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've lost my train of thought. What was I talking about? Oh, resistance, right? <laughs> I just give up with her anyway. So uh, <laughs> I could do a whole podcast on this, trust me. You would be on the floor, trust me. <laughs> so anyway, so resistance, you know, we, we build up resistance to a lot of different things in our life. And um, no, let go. This is where you learn to live with faith and trust. So, I consider myself to be somewhat of a spiritual person on a scale of 1 to 10. One. <laughs> um, I trust that the universe is always going to lead me in the right direction. I live with that trust. It's with inside of me. I have faith that it's going to do it. Because when I let go, and give up the resistance and go with the flow of what's being presented to me, everything works well. Even like I said in the beginning of this, when I have to let go of the fear or let go of the pain and go with it. As I've said before in other podcasts, we all have a destiny and our destiny is for the universe to bring us joy. And so when we start to stop resisting, stop protecting our fear and stop protecting our pain, our life will unfold magically. I've seen this in my own life. I've seen it in the life of other people. I mean, you know, you don't have to jump into the ocean with this, you know, and swim with sharks kind of thing to give up fear. You know, you can take the tiniest little step with something and just put your toe in the water. Don't worry, the shark won't bite. <laughs> and start. Start there. It's very important. I love the emails that you send me. I, I get a lot of emails asking me about my own life. You know, do I have somebody in my life? What's that person like? Or what kind of person would I be? Because I do sound bizarre at times, right? 
and how do I live, um, all these kind of things. And I really appreciate um, the, the caring and the inquisitiveness that you have about me, for sure. Because I live like a hermit. Um, I, I, <laughs> I, I see in my, those emails sometimes about perfection. I don't believe in perfection. One man's idea of perfection is another man's limitation. Do you see? I, um, like if I had a girlfriend, you know, I certainly don't want perfection there or anything. I'm more likely to be with somebody who would cook dinner, spill it all on the floor in front of me, put it back on the plate, hand it to me and say, here's your perfect dinner. I'd say, thank you. Because <laughs> that's the kind of things I like. Quirkiness and the unusual is what I like for those who are want to know what kind of person that I would be with. Anyway, so here's the music. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. This podcast is all over the world. It does extremely well. I give thanks to the universe that I am able to help people through this in any way that I can. I feel blessed in that way, and I feel blessed in having you as an audience. So, Oh, I'm going to Sedona. I'm going to tell you what happens at Sedona. It should be a spiritual experience. I might get taken by aliens. I could meet an alien or a spacecraft might come. I just might vanish. Who knows? But I'll let you know <laughs> what kind of experiences that I have in Sedona, that beautiful spiritual place. Thank you.